Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Welcome to Three Yards Per Carry, a podcast covering the Miami Dolphins and the NFL. Now, here's your hosts, Chris, Alf and Simon. Welcome to Three Yards Per Carry. It is our preview show ahead of the Dolphins, back after the bye week, playing at home against the Las Vegas Raiders. Chris is here, Alf is here, I am Simon. This show, as always, brought to you by price picks. Use the promo code three yards, get a hundred dollar match bonus on your one hundred dollar deposit. And by our old friends at Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code 5RSN at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code 5RSN. And Alf has got news of another sponsor. Oh, of course, our, our liquor companies. We don't own them, but they do sponsor the show, Black Coral Rum, a rum that is distinctly Florida. If you want to learn more, it's available all over South Florida. It is kind of local to South Florida. Black Coral Rum, you want to learn more, go to steeltiespirits.com. And, of course, Balcones Whiskey. Balcones Whiskey, you could pretty much get it anywhere in the continental United States. Simon. Now, can I ask what's distinctly Florida? about the, it uh all the owners are from west palm beach and the the distillery is in west palm beach and all of the distributor the distributors they're all in florida so the entire company is completely from florida and they use Flor- uh, floridian ingredients so it's essentially just florida all over the place well including the bottle the-, the bottle has the flag the floridian flag on it so yeah. Also, the uh, arrest records of the people that drank a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah, they're that all here is, in Florida. That is the kind of distinctly Florida I'm after, Chris. Alf gave that's, me the kind of the, exactly. you know, the company line, mate. I wanted the, the gang-banging kind of prison line. Yeah, I, I mean, the people, the people that end up drinking it and end up, you know, like uh, uh, in flagrato uh, or in flagrante. What is, how do you say that in again? In Florida, with a with an alligator or something like that. That's 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 straight up Florida, man. I'm not sure that's the top of their marketing campaign, but 
you know. It is on this podcast. It is on this podcast. Yeah, that reminded me of one of the, it's a sad story, but I think it's been around for so long that I can talk about it. Like, you know. I want to, okay, first off, can we set this up better? I just talked about having sex with an alligator while drunk <laughs> on whiskey, and you started out with, that reminds me of the story. Yeah. Yes. This, this, this has got to be an unbelievable story if what Chris just said reminds you of what you're about to say. Yes. It was about eight to ten years ago, somebody broke into SeaWorld. Okay. Oh, this is getting good. And mm-hmm. decided that this is the time I'm going to go skinny dipping in the orca tank. Needless to say, the killer whale that was in the tank killed the man. Wow. And the headline the following day was uh, SeaWorld workers surprised Orca was rather tame. So that's a cautionary tale. Never go swimming naked in the Orca tank with a killer whale. (laughs) Well, that that story didn't disappoint. So... (laughs) That is next level stupid as well, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Like uh that that's right up there with man dies after kissing cobra. I mean, how stupid do you have to be to go swimming with an orca? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They're, they're giant. I don't know if you've seen have you ever seen one up close? No. Simon. They're one of the most impressive creatures on earth. So I was about to say and, and to do it skinny dipping, to do it naked on top of it. But then again, like I mean, you've already made the fatal mistake just swimming with the with with the orca, and now you're going to be doing it naked too. So, I mean, I guess the best you could have hoped for is you know that that you could have had 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 a part of you bitten off or something, and then and then managed to escape. Yeah. Can I just yeah. say, right, the, the 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 orca, and I'm sorry to those people that have tuned in for a preview of the Raiders against the Dolphins. <laughs> we will get there. But this guy, right, Daniel Dukes, who climbed into the to the tank or whatever it is with the with an apex predator, right? You found it. You found the story. Yeah. You see, this this whale, right, is called was called Tilicum. Okay, it killed three people over its life, not just one, three. There's a line, I'm I'm reading it as it goes, there's a line in the paper that says, despite the existence of numerous cameras at SeaWorld, Duke somehow ended up in Tilly's pool and interacted with him before dying. What does that mean? Interacted with him? Interacted with him? Had a conversation. They talk talk Raiders Dolphins. Well, maybe (laughs) they did. They're doing, they did more than we're doing. Well, it was, it was um, an admitted and acknowledged naked interaction. What kind of drugs uh, was that guy on, by the way? The paper indicates that 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 he had clothes on when he got into the pool. Oh, so what about the, what he got out? This this uh, this whale essentially took the clothes off him. As it were. <laughs> oh Jesus! And also, okay, I, I'm so, again. I, I repeat, I am sorry to the people tuning in for for dolphins raiders. His black nylon swimming trunks were noted to have the crotch and inner leg seams torn open. So this apex predator went straight for his nuts. Yes, uh, evidently. Wow. Yeah. What a horrible way to go. 
Although it could have been prevented, you know? Like, don't go swimming with a 10,000-pound whale. But, <laughs> Falcone whiskey, though. Yes. Mm. <laughs> oh, Sorry, I'm just reading the end. So it just says, okay, that he'd left some of his clothes folded at the west side of the pool, but after the recovery of his body, divers were forced to enter the water of the apex predator on a retrieval mission. At around 9.20 a.m., the lead SeaWorld diver, Roger Bankston, entered G-Pool with the specific purpose of photographing the items in the pool. All told, Bankston took 18 photographs uh, an unknown item was noted in the eastern part of the pool, whilst in the western part, the diver discovered three separate pieces of human flesh. Wow. Wow. I do imagine what those three else. pieces were? I, no, it doesn't say. I do need to find out how, who else this whale killed. If you think that was bad, wait till you see what our offense does to Divine Diablo this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> are we? Are we? Are we? Uh, are we? Is, is this become a giant metaphor for uh, for for the Dolphins' offense against um, against the Raiders? Uh, you know, coming into Miami. Right. I'm sorry. I mean, they are they are jumping in the tank with us. Yes, they are. They are. I'm sorry. Right. Orca attacks apparently on humans in the wild are rare, and no fatal attacks have ever been recorded. As of 2022, four humans have died due to interactions with captive orcas. This Tilikum was involved in three of them. <laughs> it's bad behavior, man. Although there well, is there is a, a trend of orcas attacking boats lately. Like that's actually oh yeah. a thing. Like that's a yeah, real so. thing. That's a real, real thing. Like they're out there, okay. they're out there just destroying yachts. All you gotta think about think about it is is like this guy went swimming with an animal that is noted to attack and kill for fun because they're very smart animals. They kill for fun great white sharks in South Africa. And they rip the livers off of their bodies to yeah, a, as dude, a snack. This dude that got into the pool, I mean, there's some pretty horrendous. He was severely mutilated by the whale. I mean, you're not, I mean, no kidding. And the third person was a was, was a SeaWorld trainer who apparently the orca jumped up and grabbed her by the ponytail and pulled her into the water and Ooh. then uh, scalped her as if they're living in the Wild West and then bit off both her arms and then drowned her. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's, a way, that's a way to go right there. And the first that's, one... That's what's going to happen to Marcus Peters. Oh, the first <sighs> one, she slipped and fell in accidentally. Oh, that's that, that's rough. Well, that's witnesses, both rough. I mean, the other one was recalled that she screamed and panicked after realizing that the whale was holding her foot and dragging her underwater. That's what's going to happen to Robert Spillane. Uh, people, uh, people claim to have heard her screaming, I don't want to die, whilst her eyes went wide in the water. There goes Marcus Epps. Her corpse was later retrieved with a large net after which she was determined to be deceased. Trevon Morig, right there. Wow. Anyway, uh, the, I'm sorry. Um, Notice I didn't say Max Crosby. That dude's an absolute no, stud. You, you like, he survived. You can't say Max Crosby. You can't, you can't even say, say Max John Crosby. Jenkins. Because... No, 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 no uh, John Jenkins is my boy. That, that's... Because that, that's our boy. Yeah, he's a great guy. 
Like he should still All be right. here. He still he didn't sign for almost any money. He should be here. Let's get to it because um oh that wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> what this entire this entire opening? Are you referring well, maybe to? this entire opening? The first 10 minutes about some orca death. <laughs> right. Let's get to it. Because when the dolphins on the field, dolphins offense ranks first in the league in total offense, first in passing, tied for second in rushing, first in points. Okay. Defensively, the Raiders 18th in total defense, eighth in passing, but 29th against the run. And knock knock. Here comes Devon A. Chain back from injured reserve. Yeah. Guys, what were we expecting? Because this is a really interesting defense. I've seen a few Raiders games this season. I saw their most recent game against the Jets. And it's a defense obviously predicated around Max Crosby, who is one of the best defenders in the NFL, not just a great pass rusher. He's a phenomenal run player. Uh, he's got a motor that doesn't stop. Robert Spillane playing really well at middle linebacker. Um, and kind of essentially won the game with the interception of Zach Wilson. Um, but there are problems all over that defense in terms of they're soft up the middle. Uh, the corners aren't great. And Meek Robinson was concussed against uh, against the Jets. Questions and likely not back. to play on Sunday. Likely not to play. Um, so what do we envisage the Dolphins doing when they've got the ball? How do we feel like the Raiders are going to stop them? Obviously, the Raiders have won their last two games under Antonio Pierce after sacking uh, Josh McDaniel. So what are we feeling about this game in terms of, you know, because these kind of, I don't want to use the word trap games because the Raiders already had two games now with their new coaching staff, but two games, two wins, regardless of who it's against, you know, that's, this NFL season is as weird as it gets really in terms of, you know, teams stacking wins against one another. So how do we feel about when the Dolphins have the ball or what are we expecting from a team that's had a week off? Yeah, I expect a, a very, very clean effort and a balanced effort. I want them to get back to, and I expect them to get back to what, what gave them the number one offense, which was a really a, a great sense of balance. That's how they got there. They didn't get there behind just Tua's arm. It was the run game. It was a short passing game. And I want to see the running backs involved in the passing game. Uh, Devon Achan, we haven't seen it this year, although he was well on his way to an offensive rookie of the year campaign. Although CJ Stroud might have had something to say, say about it before season's end. But we never saw him involved in the passing game all too much. We saw him catch those two, those two no-look passes. But we haven't seen him on wheel routes. We haven't seen him split out wide. And that's something that I saw and many of us saw in camp and kind of expected when we saw him come into to that game against Denver. We never did. I expect some of that now. As far as their defense, you said it, Max Crosby, in my opinion, is the best edge player in football. He ha He really never has had a down moment. While Nick Bosa had a pretty slow start to this season, I don't remember Max Crosby ever having a slow start ever. He's always been effective. He's a problem off the edge. And in my opinion, he is going to be the biggest test that Austin Jackson faces all season. Hmm. Hmm. Chris, this is a defense that's allowed a, a touchdown on just three of the last 35 drives since week eight. And in that time, they've played the Lions, who are one of the best teams in the NFL, the Giants, who are not one of the best teams in the NFL, and the Jets, <laughs> who obviously have a, an excellent defense, but an offense that that really is misfiring. Where, where do we place those statistics? Because... You know, that is a significant improvement from a defense that was really struggling earlier in the year. Well, I think that uh, first off, I think they, the the defense on the Raiders have given up probably. It's not just that they have a, a, a porous uh, run defense. It's 
they particularly give up explosive runs um, of over 10 yards and, and such. Um, and that's, it, it's almost too perfect. You know, uh, we're, we're getting Devon Achan back and Achan was accounting for a ridiculous 174 yards and over two touchdowns a game in those three games that he played. Um, I, I really don't count the New England game when he got like one snap or something like that. You know, he barely got in the game. Um, but, you know, over those three games, he was on an absolute tear. Um, it was Looney Tunes, you know, comical, just whatever you want to say. So he's coming back just in time to face a bad run defense uh, that particularly allows explosive runs. Um, and that's... Uh, you know, that's that just seems almost like too perfect of a recipe. Um, but the Raiders do appear to be on defense what they are. They're, they're a team that's going to um, that's going to sit back in a, in a lot of too high shell. Um, there's there's many defenses that will do this, but they're, they're going to sit back in a lot of too high shell. They're going to uh, do a lot of, you know, post snap uh, safety rotations um, you know, rotating from single single to, to too high or, or vice versa. Um, they're not a heavy blitz team on defense. Uh, they are going to rely on Max Crosby to, to, you know, get in there on pass rush, but not just Max Crosby. I mean, they have, they have some good players in the defensive front. Jerry Tillery just played a good game. Um, you know, there's some, there's some talent there. They have some familiar names uh, of ours on, uh, well, all over the place, but, on the defense and particularly we mentioned John Jenkins, but also Malik Reed, um, you know, so, so they're, they're a team that is going to sit back and make sure that the, um, that the plays try or try to make sure anyway, that the, that the passing plays stay in front of them. And, uh, and that opens them up for a lot of run damage. And so this almost seems like too perfect of setup for a Chan to, go off in the way that he had been for three straight games before going on injured reserve uh, for four games. So um, that's, that's the recipe right there. And I know that at home, um, you know, getting, especially taking a loss against Kansas city, I think they're going to want to, you know, get things established the way I think they know the dolphins know Mike McDaniel and, and the dolphins know that they have to get the run game back on track for the rest of the year, because that's the, basically their secret we weapon against all these teams that are going to be playing too high shell against them in the, in the back half of the year. So it starts right now with this game and it's kind of a, kind of a proven moment. Now, there's a bit of mystique about this defense, this this Raiders defense. They're really kind of talking a lot about the way they've played, and but actually, when you look at it uh, and, and look at who they've played, I think the 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 last six quarterbacks they've been up against: um, Jared Goff, Jordan Love, uh, Mac Jones, Tyson Bagent, Danny DeVito, son, and Zach Wilson. So there is a context to the improvement in their defense. There is not just this new coaching staff and what Antonio Pierce is doing. He's clearly had an effect, but contextually, these are lower echelon quarterbacks, shall we say, in terms of you know who they're playing, and it, it's a different matter altogether when you're facing two of the number one offense in the league. Did you say that that they played against Danny DeVito? No, Tommy DeVito. I said Danny I've... DeVito's son. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure you said Danny. Uh, I got to check it, and I will. Not, I'll, keep, I'll keep. No, it I in. did. 
I did say I said Danny DeVito's son. Oh, okay. Yeah, like uh, I'll be honest with you, I, I, I pride myself in knowing these rosters. When I heard that he was starting for the New York Giants, I was like, "Who? Who? Who's that? <laughs> who's starting for the Giants?" I've watched some Raider games uh, this year. They have talent on that defense. It's just the whole the the whole of that defense is just not good. But they have good players. Dolphins are actually catching a break here because I, I actually kind of like a McRobinson. He, he, I think he's a good, pretty good player. Uh, Morig is a decent safety, although he's nothing to write home about. But it's really just Max Crosby that gets home on third down if they can manage to get you to third down. Uh, that's how they're how they're powered. That's how Patrick Graham wants to run his ship. I don't think they're particularly talented, and I think they could be exploited. But they have enough good players that they face a bad, a bad quarterback, a bad offense, and if they manage to get the third down, it does become the Max Crosby show because it's just one pressure after another. It's 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 almost relentless. Uh, but I, I completely agree. Uh, this should not be a major challenge for the Dolphin offense, and they should get back to their their four touchdown a game. Actually, it's a five touchdown a game average at home. Well, the, 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 the thing that stands out, Alf, about the defense, you know, when you're talking about the, the run and, you know, establishing that, I don't know that the secondary player, I don't know that I like their secondary players, um, you know, in the way that they get involved uh, against the run. I, you know, and I think that's part of, that's part of why. Although Jack Jones um, should help. Because Jack Jones is a willing tackler. Is, so. is he is he actually going to play, though? He just got there days ago. <laughs> I, I think mean, they're playing him. I think they're playing him because he's active. I mean, that, the 53. That, in, that in itself is exploitable. Because, you know, how, how much could he really, how much communication and chemistry could he really have with the other players in the secondary um, when, you know, and, and that's exploitable in the run game. Yes, he's willing, uh, but the Dolphins have a lot uh, of, of bullets in the clip as far as uh as far as ways that they can they can play with that um that run pass you know hesitation and uh and 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 um or i guess conflict is uh the word i'm looking for and and so and that's you know you got a guy that's just gotten there a couple of days ago uh do you really expect him to be on on top of everything from uh from the standpoint of run pass conflict and be able to, I mean, he's going to, he's naturally going to be worried about his coverage, you know, he's, and, and make, making sure that he's on the same page with everybody from a color, a coverage standpoint. And, and that may detract from what he can really do, um, you know, being physical and helping them, uh, helping them on the edges and helping them in the secondary when, uh, when, you know, HN or Mostert bust out into the second level. Um, and so I, I just don't like their I don't like their defensive backs units uh, to help against the run that much. And um, and so you know, I have to wonder this again. It just seems like a perfect such a perfect recipe. In fact, that we're almost guaranteed to have like 20 yards rushing by the end of the game and to a throwing for 400. But but I mean, you get what I mean, though. It's 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 mm-hmm. it's a really good recipe for the for rushing success. Yeah, Marcus Peters never been a guy who's necessarily been a big fan of of the run, but they do have some players on the back end who who have made plays historically in their career, and Peters obviously is one of them with a, you know a real ball hawk. We know about Jack Jones in terms of the talent versus obviously some of the off field issues. Nate Hobbs 
certainly played well early on in his career. The rookie Jacorian Bennett has has played pretty well when he's been out there. So, you know, they aren't mugs on the back end, but there are certainly going to be opportunities for the Dolphins to score and score significant points, especially at home. I think I was seeing a stat earlier on about how I think the Dolphins now um, undefeated, obviously at home this year, won 16 of the last 18 at home dating back to week nine of the 2021 season, which is tied with Kansas City for the best home record in the NFL in that span. We shall be back in a moment after the break, and we will be talking about what happens when the Raiders have the ball. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Are you a South Florida property owner with an insurance claim? Are you dealing with water, mold, or fire damage to your home or business? Are you having trouble locating a five-star rated general contractor that is fully licensed, certified, and insured? If the answer is yes, then Water Cleanup of Florida is here for you 24 hours a day. With over 60 years of combined experience, Michael, Robert, 
Jorge and their team is prepared to handle any size property damage disaster. When an unexpected damage occurs to your home or business, you need specialized, fast, and reliable services. Water Cleanup of Florida understands the impact and stress an unexpected disaster may cause. Their objective is to make the cleanup and insurance claim process painless and hassle-free. Water Cleanup of Florida is also a licensed general contractor, so they provide the A to Z service, one-stop shopping that business homeowners and business owners require. Water Cleanup of Florida is now an authorized dealer of Eurocraft cabinets, so premier kitchen, bath, and laundry cabinetry, countertops, and other accessories are available for your viewing at their showroom in Boca Raton. Or, do you prefer to shop from your home or office? Then Water Cleanup will send you one of our design specialists to you with samples and products that fit your style and budget. Call Michael anytime on his personal cell phone if you have any questions at 954 Five seven nine zero three five six. That's nine five four five seven nine zero three five six. Or visit the website at wcufl.com. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram. And please check out their more than eighty five star reviews on Google and Facebook. Water cleanup of Florida. If you have the schmutz, they have the guts. I'm Jalen Phillips, and you're listening to Three Yards Per Carry. Welcome back to Three Yards Per Carry. When the Raiders have the ball. Uh, is what we're going to be talking about next. I am Simon Clancy, along with Alfredo Artiaga and Chris Kaufman. As always, this is our Thursday preview. On Mondays, you will get the review show. We do that every week through the season. And if you want to find us seven days a week, you can join us on uh, OnlyFins, which is our Discord channel. Um, for the incredibly tiny fee of $3 per month, you can join us and we will talk all sorts of things. You can ask us as many questions as you'd like. It's the sort of place where you'll find out that uh, Robbie Chosen is going to be released by the team four days before it happens. That's the sort of stuff that happens uh, all the time. Uh, lots of conversation, great community, lots of lovely people on there. So come and join us and have a bit of a play if you want to. Right, like I said, this section of the program, the second half, is what happens when the Raiders are on offense. And gents, obviously, the superstar is Devontae Adams. They've got a really good running back, but struggling to get going this year in Josh Jacobs. They've got decent players dotted around when you look at Hunter Renfro, Michael Mayer's playing well, Jacoby Myers. But it's all going to come down to what happens with the quarterback. And Aiden O'Connell's going to start again. And obviously, he beat the Jets last week, or rather, he made less mistakes than the Jets' offense did and <laughs> was able to win. But, you know, there is talent. He outlasted the Jets. <laughs> he outlasted the Jets. He outlasted the Jets. But there is talent on that roster, um, you know, specifically with Josh Jacobs, who led the NFL in rushing last year, and, of course, with Adams, who is a very, very special player. So what do we kind of see? How do we feel like the Dolphins are matching up defensively against what the Raiders are going to bring? And, uh, and Bo Hardigree, the, the offensive coordinator, who obviously was with Miami uh, back in the day. What do we think that, that the Dolphins' defense is going to have to do to try and shut down this Las Vegas team? Well, one thing we're not going to see is that we're not going to test one of the most uh, notorious stats or occurrences or facts in the history of the sport, which is the Dolphins have played against Jimmy Garoppolo three times before and have ended his season three times before. So they're not going to try for a fourth. I've watched Aiden O'Connell play, and I just don't get it. I don't get what's the rhyme or reason with this offense. And yes, I am a Devontae Adams fantasy football owner, and he has been on my bench because they just don't target him. Now, that's going to change because Antonio Pierce said, look, I'm not stupid. And it was a great quote. He said, look, I'm not stupid. He was essentially implying that Josh McDaniels was stupid. 
because he was like, look, I'm not stupid. I'm going to try to put the ball in the hands of our best players. And that's Devontae Adams. That's that's 17 and that's eight. So I would I would guess that there's going to be a concerted effort to get the ball in the hands of Devontae Adams. I think that kind of plays into the hands of the Dolphins. Uh, Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey are healthy. Uh, defense is designed to play that way. Devontae Adams doesn't play too much in the slot, uh, at least not with the Raiders. He did with the with the Packers. Uh, Jacoby Myers has actually had a pretty decent season. Uh, their offense really, like I said uh, at the start of this, it, they have really no rhyme or reason, and they just hang around long enough to try to get into the red zone when they do have two of the better red zone players in, in Jacob and Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams. But there's really not much to fear there. And the reason there is not much to fear there is because that offensive line has been absolutely decimated by injuries this season. Yeah. And Colton Miller's not going to play in this game again, which means Jermaine Elimunor, which is a former Dolphin, will start at left tackle once again. And that's not ideal for them. So, Yeah, I wouldn't uh, be so fast, actually, on Miller. I mean, uh, he was limited in practice today, but there's been no... Yeah, I've seen. I mean, I'm li- literally looking at a video now from a from a beat reporter who's saying that 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 Miller was back in practice, looking healthy. I think mm. the expectation might be that he plays. And, and okay. Because this is this is the best player on the Raiders' offense, not called Devontae Adams. You know, Colton Miller's rise has been pretty spectacular. Pro Football Focus have him as the second best offensive tackle in the NFL this season, and he is playing at an All Pro level. So, getting him back would be huge, given. You know what happened last week in terms of you know the Jets being able to get pressure on uh, Aiden O'Connell with him being out. Uh, you know, big player for the Raiders to get back if indeed he is healthy, but was limited in practice today, having not practiced yesterday. So, be interesting to see how it shakes out. I think um, uh, if you're looking at the if if you're looking at the offense, it, it's almost just cliche at this point. Basically, you already said it. What the what the new uh, interim head coach said, you know, I'm not stupid. Just I'm going to get it into the hands of of my playmakers, and um, and we've seen this so many times before. When inter- particularly when interim coaches take over, you know, um, it, it seems almost like the outgoing guy is, you know, you, you say uh, is he implying that Josh McDaniels is is an idiot, <laughs> you know. Um, and what I would say is that sometimes the outgoing guy, you know, is just too, uh, overconfident to, uh, and maybe outsmarts himself. And, uh, and so an interim coach takes over and is like, you know, I'm not an idiot. I'm going to get my, get the ball into the hands of Josh Jacobs and, uh, Devontae Adams. And, and that's what he's done. And, uh, and they're on a two game win streak. And I think that that's, that's what, to, that's what to watch out for. If you're Miami is, you know, what's coming, but if you're Miami, then, and you're facing an Aiden O'Connell, uh, who is a rookie, um, you want to tempt him into mistakes. You know, you want to, uh, you, you want to make things, you want to squeeze him, uh, and, and keep the temperature up on him and the way that a Vic Fangio will do that is, is not necessarily with all this all out blitzing, but you know, to keep everything in front of them and to make everything, make them fight for every, um, everything they get in the passing game. Uh, which means that Josh Jacobs probably will have the opportunity to have a day. Uh, you never know if it actually works out that way, but he'll have the opportunity to have to get his yards. Um, and you know, as far as, 
as far as the offensive line is concerned, I would think that Colton Miller would play um, if he can, you know, and it sounds like, it sounds like he's trending toward being able to perhaps play. So um, they're five and five and they're, they're now, you know, on a roll with two straight wins and and they have some belief in them. So I think that, um, you know, I would bet on the player to play in that situation. Uh, but from our standpoint, you know, I, I think that, you you got to watch out for that slot activities because you know Devonte Adams obviously he's going to get his targets particularly in the early stage of the game the the scripted plays um, they will script plays for him on the first couple of drives but you know then watch watch for the slot and and particular I would watch for Hunter Renfro who hasn't been happy there um, but he he'll you know draw Cater Kovo and coverage and caters had a very up and down season so far this year so um so that's 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 kind of where i would be watching is uh is to see uh renfro and michael mayer uh in the passing game and see what they can do against miami's defense but you know otherwise it this is this is all very predictable like what 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 can miami do on offense against this defense well they can run the ball especially with h back what can they do against our defense um you know, they're going to try and run the ball with Josh Jacobs. He's going to get his yards and then they're going to line up and just see who's better. Um, I don't know if there's going to be a lot of uh, intrigue and, um, and, you know, trickeration and and stuff like that. Um, But uh, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be an interesting game to see if Miami can kind of hold serve in the way that Vegas predicts. Cause I think the spread is something like 13 points. Um, and that's, and that really is the reflective of the home record that Simon, that you were talking about, which is to say that, um, you know, the only home game that I believe Mike McDaniel lost with Tua at the helm was the green Bay game when Tua, you know, they had a 20 to 13 lead at halftime and Tua got a concussion just before halftime on, you know, he didn't report it to anybody and they threw three interceptions in the second half. They lost the game. You know, that's the only home game that they've ever lost together uh mike mcdaniel and tua tungavaloa so this is a very impressive home team and that's why vegas has them favored so much not because uh the raiders aren't a good team they are actually a good team it's just it's very i you know kind of paradoxical but um but yeah alf how do you think before we get out of here how do you think the dolphins will play Devonte adams do you think there'll be a bracket coverage a little bit like we saw with with uh with Travis Kelsey in Frankfurt, how do you envisage that scenario working in terms of, you know, how they try and shut down arguably the best receiver in the NFL? Well, I think it's Aiden O'Connell. So what they're going to do is they're going to do pretty much the same thing they did against Travis Kelsey. They're just going to drive on everything across the middle. They're going to trust Ramsey and X deep. And they're going to have, they're going to have a robber to try to deny uh, Devonta Adams, the middle of the field. And, and make them essentially a go-route runner all game. And if they do that, they're just going to count on their front four to get to Aiden O'Connell, just like the Jets did. That's pretty much what the Jets did in the entirety of the game. They completely sold out over the over the middle of the field, and Devontae Adams was not very good in that game. Um, so I expect them to do pretty much that. Um, I don't think they're going to devote too much too many resources deep to Devontae Adams. Uh, because that's going to take away guys uh, away from the run game. So uh, it's going to be important, I think, for Wilkins and Sealer to beat up their guards because 
if they're occupied, that's how their run game can get uncorked and they could get on schedule. And if they're on schedule, it could be a close game. But that's going to be the key in this game, winning on first and second down. And the thinking is they just can't win or they can't beat you on third down. They're just not equipped to do it. So uh, it's pretty clear that uh, I am miles ahead in the prediction game uh, this season. I can't even get into the numbers, but it's embarrassing for the other two. Let's just leave it there. Um, But it's prediction time. So what, Chris, do you see uh, being the final score on Sunday? I'm this really this has the recipe for an all out explosion. Um, so I actually kind of felt similar to the to how the Broncos were coming in uh, to the Dolphins um, stadium and and you know, what was waiting what what you could tell was waiting for the Broncos in that game. So yeah, I do have this being a, a, a like a thirty eight fifteen ball game. Uh, I think that the Dolphins are ready to get back on track offensively. Uh, coming out of the bye week last year, they, you know, they exploded all over the uh, the Texans, thirty to nothing by halftime, and you know, in the second half, it was a preseason game. Um, and I think that this is this is going to be similar. And it's just ironic to me because I don't think the the Raiders are that bad of a team, but I do think that it is that bad of a situation for them uh, coming into to Miami, coming uh, out of the bye week the way that they are. So 38 to 15 is what I'm going to say. Alf? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much right there. I think they'll score a little less. Uh, let's call it 34-16. Uh, they'll kick some field goals with, with Daniel Carlson. They'll score one touchdown. Dolphins get back on track with four touchdowns for their on their own. And they fall just shy of their of their season average at home, which is 39 points. They score 34, 34-16. Um, before I give my prediction, you mentioned Daniel Carlson. Actually, they have an incredibly good special teams unit with, with Carlson being a very good kicker and A.J. Cole, arguably the best punter in the league this season. So it's just worth keeping an eye on their special teams because they really do, um, certainly in the kicking game, they really do, uh, you know, excel in that area. I'm going to go 40 to 20 to the Dolphins, a 20-point win at home and... Uh, you know, just kind of picking up the momentum from the defeats that happened at the weekend in terms of the Jets, the Patriots, the Ravens, the Bengals, pretty much every team you could imagine losing that you wanted the Dolphins to to lose did. Um, and I think we pick on that momentum and uh, head off to seven and three. So uh, we will find out on Sunday, six o'clock kickoff in the UK, one o'clock in the US, Dolphins back, on the, uh, back at home after the break against the Raiders and we will review it all for you on Monday's program and if you can join us in OnlyFins then we will be there kind of not live tweeting but live discording I suppose about everything that's going on and uh, we'll look forward to bringing that to you enjoy the game and we'll speak to you on Monday thanks for listening to 3 Yards Per Carry you can subscribe via iTunes on Podbean or your usual podcast provider
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.